right, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined today once again by the rest of the K-Fabe crew. Introducing first, weighing in at 126 pounds, he stands 4 feet 11 tall. He is the king Almost. of the K-Fabe kickflip, Mr. Wex, breaking the loss. And Wex, how we living today, bud? Yeah, you know, doing all right. Ready to talk a little bit of wrestling. Ready to get on some of that WrestleMania from a great weekend. Ready to discuss it. Going to have some fun. And in the far corner, weighing in at an impressive 168 pounds, standing in at a very tall five foot seven and three quarters, the patron saint of the rock block, Mr. Jesse Baker. How are we living today, bud? Dude, doing great. Recording live from the exit in, actually, speaking of the rock block, Love very it. excited to talk some news, talk some stuff. Let's go. He is in the rafters like Quasimodo out there in the rock block. I'm loving it. I am super hype. And guess what, boys? It is the WrestleMania recap today. I am super, super hyped for it. Uh, last week, we covered an all nostalgia WrestleMania episode, and we had a massive spike in downloads. Um, welcome all you TikTok followers. Really appreciate that as well. Um, the Twitter engagement's been crazy. We are happy to have all these new listeners. Seems like you guys really liked last week's show as well. Man, The Rock and Hogan, um, Austin and Brett, did you guys get any good feedback on last week's episode? Yeah, definitely got some good stuff on on, on the old TikTok. Uh, the views are going up anytime I'm, you know, clipping some stuff out from that episode. And but the news, the Cody Rhodes stuff is what's getting getting the big spike. But always people always. love WrestleMania though. Anything with Stone Cold. Anything with that was Stone Cold. Oh, Stone Cold. Jesse, you get any good feedback from last week's show? Absolutely. I had a lot of people tell me that it was great. <clears throat> I wasn't in the the middle part, just the open and the close. But at the same time, all the engagements were wonderful. And yeah, you got to talk Mania and Mania season. That's where we're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of mania season, man, that's what we're getting into this week. It's the WrestleMania recap is the official name of the episode. Um, we're going to have night one, night two, and also talk a little bit about stand and deliver a little bit about uh, ring of honor, a little bit about GCW, not too much. Just touch on it just briefly there. Uh, but before we do, we get to my favorite segment of the show. It's I hope you got the Lipton, baby, because I'm thirsty. Well, as you guys know, the the spiciest of the most spicy tea that just dropped the past couple days is newly crowned NXT Tag Team Champion Nash Carter, but used to be named as whatever when he was back in uh, Impact, but he's now been released due to the allegations of uh, a little domestic abuse there with his wife, but... uh. You know, it's just allegations as of now, so let's hope he can come out clean on the other side of this thing. Yes. And it would just be a shame because, you know, WWE tends to just kind of release people based on allegations, and there's been at least like four or five people who were proven, oh, nothing actually happened, and then, you know, they've been wrestling elsewhere, but WWE just went ahead and released them, but then they kind of have that bias on certain other wrestlers. You know, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. It's just, I mean, uh, I, hear, I hear that it's like uh, – Jesse, go ahead. I know what you're going to say, I think. Yeah, uh, I heard that the release was not due to the allegations. However, it was due to the picture of him impersonating Adolf Hitler 
Oh, don't buy it. that was posted by Kimberly and don't the accusations were not the cause. That's again dirt sheet shit. I saw I definitely saw the picture and that wasn't a good look, but uh it's I mean it's not okay, it's not a good look, right? But it's like, dude, look at the I guy's don't think, face. Like he's obviously making a mockery, right? That's like that's like saying that's like canceling the producers, like the movie the producers, the Broadway show the producers that literally was just mocking Hitler. Like that was the whole purpose of it. Like he's clearly not like He's clearly not. I mean, to me, it's almost like he's obviously making fun, right? Isn't that the point of it? Like he's shaving his face. He stops. He sends a private photo to his buddies making fun. Like he's not, he's clearly not, there's nothing racist about that. He's making fun of this evil person. Like, I don't know. I think think that's crazy. I think it's just that it came out in public is all. You know, yeah, I still and think. the fact that he already had this other heat on him, man. Like she's that. she's petty mayonnaise, though, dude. She is petty <laughs> mayonnaise. I think it's just we got to we got to let that. I mean, uh, dude, my thing is like, listen, I think that, you know, any accusation needs to be taken seriously. Absolutely. Especially in the times that we live in now. But when you've kind of been proven to be Mrs. Petty mayonnaise like several times and <laughs> not just one time in the past, like several times that yeah. you just choose to be that petty person. Ah, uh, man, I feel like. It's like water off a duck's back, man. I just I feel like I, it's, it's hard for me to believe anything she says, honestly. I mean, you know, like people like Rich Swan, he got fired over allegations, which turns out nothing actually happened. Yep. And then he's all good. But then you got people like Gable Steveson, their new uh, golden child, who just got off on a technicality straight up. Easy Don't call him Google. the banana man. Wah, Easy, wah, to wah, wah. Easy to Google. <laughs> he got off on a technicality because in Minnesota, the law is. Like if you voluntarily get drunk or do drugs and then you get assaulted, you're not considered mentally incapacitated because you chose to get drunk. This is true. So I was like, wow, I didn't know Minnesota had that law. And that's literally how he got off on the technicality. Pretty fucked. Uh, Anybody can Google it. And WWE just riding with it because, you know, that's just what they do. What else we got, man? What else we got? Uh, some good stuff in the news. Uh, kind of funny. Uh, WrestleMania weekend, of course. Stone Cold had his Stone Cold. triumphant segment return or whatever, but apparently he was told by the producers to not give the middle finger. And I'm like, Stone Cold, like, yeah, what? Well, of course yeah, he did. He, Thank God. <laughs> oh, of course he did. I mean, like, do you like? I feel like that was like a rib or something. Like, tell I him. I feel like he didn't make it finger. egregious though. I, I feel like he really didn't make it that. Like he did, I think he did it a couple times, but it wasn't like the main focus. Like it used. Yeah, I mean, to but that's never like the main focus. That, but that's that's the thing. Like they they were just overthinking it, or just like I said, probably a rib or some shit. And also, as we're gonna talk, the match finally did happen. The return that we were talking about with Cody. The but apparently, but apparently, uh, you know, Cody made his Raw debut this week. Apparently, the only good thing on Raw was Cody's, you know, uncut non-scripted promo and the rest of raw was just dog shit for three hours yeah but we also did see a massive uptick in the ratings because of cody Rhodes. that did happen oh exactly and just that's that's just crazy just to think like how much impact that he has like the only good thing on the show is him and like three hours is just too long even seth rollins was saying that raw is an obnoxiously long show Oh yeah. He hates, I know he hates it. I mean, he's been open about that. And honestly, I think that three hours is too long. Like why not just make it two different shows? You know what I'm saying? Like just do an hour up front and then do two hours of raw an hour of something totally different. I mean, do like an NXT spinoff thing or put your actual developmental on. I mean, why not? Yeah. Which, um, speaking of NXT, you know, we're going to definitely cover a little bit of what happened at stand and deliver, but a lot of that really didn't matter because of what happened on raw. If, if, did you see what happened? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Strat like 
the strap already went back. And then if you watched NXT TakeOver, I mean, uh, the regular NXT TV this week, it's just like, why did they even do Stand and Deliver? Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. I think Stand and Deliver was for um, Triple H, to be completely honest with you. I think it was more like a, okay, here's your last thing now that you're back and, you know, then you're done with this again. <laughs> I think they wanted to showcase Braun a little bit too, given the Hall of Fame stuff. And I mean, they're, sure. they're just trying to monetize what they've got there. It's just so fucking little. That yeah, hard to I do. mean, I and I, I, I mean, I really hope it's not the end of Dolph's run because I think that he was doing. I mean, some of the best stuff he's done in years for sure, and I really like him in that role. I don't. I mean, I, I don't mind seeing Rude and Ziggler on on the tag team scene in NXT too. They seem to give their tag team matches this, a little bit more umph, and I, both those guys are, I mean, legends belt to belt in my opinion. Well, and now they need them because right. they just fired right. the one. Yeah. <sighs> And uh, another show that we're definitely going to dive a little bit deeper into is a super card of honor that happened over WrestleMania weekend. And just, Mm -hmm. dude, Tony Khan's on a fucking roll. Samoa Joe. Best booker in the business, no doubt. Who also got debuted on Dynamite. Like, dude, Dynamite was fantastic. And then super card of honor set up FTR versus Bucks 2, which we got on Dynamite, which was, it it lived up to the hype. Like, I'll definitely say that. I mean, when you're that good, how can it not? Hell of a main Zane. event, like whew. Alex Zane and Swerve might have been my favorite match of the whole weekend. It's very good. Yeah, that dude, dope. Just Alex Zane is just on a fucking different level. Like I don't, there, I don't know if there's anybody his size that can do the shit that he does. I mean, I think Swerve. <laughs> I was literally, yeah. I was, or, or like, yeah, I mean, or or Chris Bay maybe a little bit, um, but Chris Bay is actually a little bit smaller. But yeah, I mean. But like the the types of fucking I don't know. I, oh, no, just, I agree. He's very fluid. Hey, I remember seeing him at SUP uh, do a suicide dive into someone throwing a trash can. So he just dove into the trash can. Nice. Uh, good shit. Bitchin. I mean, uh, there's not there's not really uh, that many more big headlines in the news. I mean, just uh, WrestleMania weekend and just wrestling right now is just fucking awesome. Like if you're a wrestling fan at this moment, you can't fucking complain. It is a good time to be a wrestling fan for sure. I am excited about it. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this show. It's our WrestleMania recap. And here we are. It's the WrestleMania recap. Uh, Before we get into the actual Saturday and Sunday, the WWE, the meat and potatoes of the show, if you will, I do want to touch on everything else that kind of happened that weekend. I didn't get to see much of GCW's homecoming, um, but I did see bits and pieces and what I saw I liked. Did you check out any of the GCW show? I did not get to watch any of the show, but, you know, I I read some of the little spoilers, some of the results. You know, Moxley retained the title against AJ Gray, you know. I might go back and watch that uh, since it's on at Fight TV, and I've heard that it's actually pretty cheap now that it's not live. So I'm, I think it's like 12 bucks now. So I might go back and watch it just because that I like GCW. Like Why not? Um, let's talk a little bit about Ring of Honor. Um, man, I mean, to me, it, yeah, that Swerve match was just incredible. Uh, Swerve and Zayn, what did you think about that top to bottom? Yeah, dude, that match was fucking fantastic. Like lots of really good stuff on this show. Uh, pretty much crowned a new champion on for every single title change hands. Technically, because the main event was like a unification. So, right. So we got Jonathan Gresham now as the world champion. FTR beat uh, the Briscoes. Now they're now the world tag team champions. Rhett Titus got that uh, title off that awful face. <laughs> and on to Minoru Finally. Suzuki, 
Suzuki winning his first that did, uh, dude, American that did surprise championship. Me, it did surprise me that they actually put the, the belt on him. Yeah, because I mean that feels Japanese. I didn't yeah, think plus that it's happen. like I mean, is he staying around? Because I mean, I guess he must be. Eh, why not? Or maybe he'll just take it and defend it in Japan for a little bit or something. Maybe hey, he'll drop the Ibushi know. and he'll give Ibushi an excuse to come over. Okay, yeah, I'm into it. Hey, I, I like I like the way you're thinking, and uh, <laughs> I think that's it. That's all the championships they have. Was that correct? Well, I mean the the tag titles, obviously. Yeah. And the tag titles, so that FTR. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all all new champions. Uh, yeah. And Tony yeah, I mean, Khan, dude, and dude, Tony Khan's killing it. Like I said, Samoa Joe came back, and I like the whole Jay thing Lethal, with Sanjay. The heel turn, Dutt. great. Dude, great. Sanjay Dutt coming back with yeah. Jay Lethal. I like their. They have, as long as they don't do that jackass shit from TNA, they'll be all right. But they do have like legendary, I mean, long term friend. Like the angle makes sense. Yeah, the um, angle's great. Dude. I'm loving the angle. I'm loving everything that's going on with that. Uh, and even WrestleCon had some pretty sick matches too over the weekend. Really? Did they have matches there? It was the uh, Impact. They it was called the oh. Multiverse of Matches, and like uh, Impact ran, and then like there's a few different matches, like a few different like uh, just cool matchups. Like uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure Tomoro Tomoro Ishii faced uh, Eddie Edwards. Ooh, like there was just like okay. some just a, it was called the multiverse of matches, just a bunch of random. Uh, That's cool. Cool matches. Gene that is very go cool. Go check that out, too, if you didn't see that. I mean, I think the Briscoes aren't signing. I mean, I know that they're not signing full time with AEW, but I do think that they're going to be doing appearance by appearance shows still with the Ring of Honor brand. Oh, yeah. And, and I think they are the new GCW tag team champions, which makes so. sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, that fits their mold for sure. Um yeah, man. So now let's let's talk a little bit about Stand and Deliver. Um, I actually really enjoyed that main event. I thought Dolph retaining made more sense. I know that since then they've pretty much erased that whole thing, which sucks. But I I liked the show quite a bit. Um, I thought the tag match was really good. Um, uh, you know, I guess R.I.P. to Nash Carter and that gimmick, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean. So it's like they changed some stuff, but no fault of their own on that that whole thing happened. But like now they're gonna have different tag team champions. The NXT championship went back to Braun, so that's different. Uh, Stupid. The women's tag team championships went right back. Uh, yeah. Like they just basically were like, yeah, this like like you said, that was a little gift to Triple H, which you know was pretty cool. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I looked. I watched bits and pieces, and I watched the main event, and you know that was. Nice, but I feel like the crowd's just kind of getting tired of some of this shit. You heard, you heard some of the frustrations in the crowd. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I think that building sucks. I think it was cursed to begin with. Um, not the building they were in for Stand and Deliver. I thought that was actually great, but the, the their little Orlando, the Capital Wrestling Center. I think it just doesn't. It's not nearly as good as Full Sail was. Um, it's just not. I don't know. It's not great. I would much rather them just tour or go back to that Full Sail building, uh, but. That is not my choice, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, let's jump into the actual meat and potatoes here. Uh, it's night one of WrestleMania um, Saturday. Uh, the Brantley Gilbert Open was god-awful. The Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Open was a nice surprise, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. These kind of moments do just kind of really prove that WWE is head and shoulders the biggest in the world, though. When your Open has Mark Wahlberg as, like, the, the narrator, and, like, that's just not something the AEW would ever even be able to get close to, in my opinion. I got uh, Snoop Dogg, though. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders open was pretty massive, too. Uh, I love that Pat McAfee was uh, on the call here. I thought that it was – it's like, dude, what a great run for this weekend for you. But we're going to get to him. Uh, the opening match here is Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus the Usos. 
the whole open with Boogs and McAfee was at least really funny. Um, very silly, but entertaining. Um, how they got this pair together uh, and challenging for the tag titles is kind of beyond me. Um, all four guys worked really hard. You kind of hate to see Boogs get hurt no matter who it is. Um, they covered it as best they could, but obviously kind of everything changed after the moment that mm-hmm. Rick got that, hurt. That really derailed the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it was lots of effort. Like, Because the match up until that point was actually pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, and for on the fly, I mean, cause they had a couple uh, uh, several minutes after the injury that they kept going and I feel like they were working off the fly and they, and the work was good. I gave it two and a quarter beers. Where are you out on this first one? I just gave it two beers because, you know, it's not their fault that he got hurt and you couldn't really do anything, but I'm just questioning why this motherfucker was trying to squat two people. Like what do you think was going to happen? Well, I mean, John Cena would do shit like that. All he but has that John he, Cena kind of build. He ain't John Cena. I mean, come boots. on. I feel like that's not He's fair. He's fucking, say. he looks like uh, Mike Hager from uh, Final My Fight. My goodness. That's a little rough. That's a little rough. He's got it ever since he cut his hair and the mustache. He got the Mike Hager from Final Fight the thing going on. I don't know. I don't know about all that. Let's keep it rolling here. We got a package for Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Uh, and it actually looked good for uh, what it was. Uh, then we got a package for Corbin and McIntyre, which no one on earth wants to see at this point. Literally no one. Um, yeah. I mean, no one. Wa- I mean, when people talk about WWE, long- well, we want more long-term storylines. We want something we can sink our teeth into. And you give us happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. That's the one that you decide to run for an entire year. Like, it's just been going and going and going. It sucks. No one wants to see this. Not only are you not helping Corbin, you're dragging down the value of McIntyre. Match sucked. I gave it a beer because it was worked decently by the guys. The fact that the end of days was the very first time this was kicked out of and no one gave a shit. It shows you how poor the booking is because you really should have done that way better than you did. Um, yeah, one beer for me. Where are you at on it? Yeah, I wasn't really looking forward to it, and, and it, it was okay. Just like you said, it like nothing really to write home about. I gave it two beers, and the whole sword thing is just so still lame to me. Like He cuts the rope in half, but like... Why don't you just cut the people? You have the sword. Just kill them. You don't need to wrestle them. The amount of attempted murder in like the WWE programming these days is is insane. I'll still never forgive him for the Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio eyeball thing. Who wasn't Rey Mysterio? Didn't Rey Mysterio get thrown off the top of WWE headquarters at some point? Oh, yeah, he also pandemic? did. During the, pa- during the pandemic era, they were wild and they were trying crazy shit and it really none of it really connected. Straight trifling, man. Straight trifling. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh, let's just keep it rolling here. We got the Mysterios versus uh, the Miz, and is this Logan Paul? It's Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah. Logan. Uh, the match was solid. I, uh, the match was pretty good. I mean, uh, Paul had his fair share of missteps, but also, dude knows how to draw heat. Like the moments in between, he let the crowd breathe. Uh, he sold better than I thought he would. And like, it looked like they had like genuine chemistry and matching gear too. the Miz and him. Like, I love that right away. It's not just some celebrity thing. They had matching gear. Looks nice. Um, Ray's hot tag was done really well. All dude, all around, like the whole Eddie thing with the the three amigos and the frog splash, like really well done. I think that Logan's going to have a run here in WWE reports said that he was on some kind of podcast or something and said he signed for a year. So like, I think he's going to be a wrestler for the year, like, um, which is cool. Uh, I do think it's a miss to break them up right away. Exactly. Dude, it's a, that, it's a miss to make, <sighs> to try to make Logan Paul the baby face. Like that's a big miss. Like, dude, 
exactly. He's a natural heel. People yes. hate the, people hate the Pauls. No, like they just yes. hate him. As, like, as make we him should. a heel. That's it's why our the God given worked. right to hate the Pauls. Dude, that's why the match worked so well because he was, you know, doing the Eddie Guerrero disrespect. Like his moves were crisp. Perfect. Like I agree. Perfect. I think his selling, of course, as a true of, heel. Yeah, his his selling, you know, could use some improvement, but he's like a fucking rookie. They were, I mean, it's like him and Bad Bunny. And of course, that's a classic WWE thing. Hey, here's a team that kind of looks cool. Break them up right away. What'd you give the match? I gave the match three and a half beers. Oh, I gave it three. I thought it was above, right down the middle. I thought middle. it was above average. I thought it was and above while average. I'm not a fan of the outcome of Mysterio losing, you know, I mean, that was a pretty good match. Like, it, it, it definitely surprised me and impressed me. I really, I just didn't like the Miz turn. It's like, just be his heel buddy for a little bit. Like, no, that's what I'm, dude, I hate, hate those fucking premature breakups. Like, they had yeah. one match together. Yeah, you guys should have at least run this to, like, I don't know. Back attack title shot. Yeah, 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 dude. Put him up against, like, uh. But also, it should have been Paul. Turn Miz babyface. It would have made like Paul versus Paul is Miz. The heel. Yeah, Logan Paul versus the Miz as a babyface, which he could get over as a babyface easily at this point, could work really well. It could work really well. The Miz is the heel? No, no, it's a myth. It's a miss all nope. the way around. It's a Miz miss. Um, let's keep it rolling. We got a package for Edge and AJ, um, which I was super hyped for. Uh, the match here is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. We kind of texted a little bit about this, and it seemed like you were a little bit down on this match, but I thought this was the best Becky Lynch match that I've seen since she returned. Um, I thought it was a really good work rate from both women. The chemistry seemed to be significantly better than their previous matches. Um, the crowd was super hot for it. Uh, Belair has like really stepped up her selling, which I feel like has made her better overall. Uh, I think that was the only missing point because her athleticism has never been an issue. She's always been really good bell to bell that way. It's just her facial expressions and how long she sold certain moves wasn't really great. Uh, but, I, but now, I mean, this, this match I thought was very, very, very good borderline. Great. Um, there were a few questionable spots and it wasn't perfect, but it was very, very, very good. I gave it four and a quarter beers. Um, very much enjoyed this. Where are you at? Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. I didn't go quite that high, but you're right. The work rate was fucking fantastic. The story was great and Bianca killed it. And now having said that, I just don't like heel Becky. Oh, uh, that's all it, it just, is. Heel Becky just does not, does not work for me. Like I don't like her, her selling as a heel. Just, just, it's not believable to me. It just does not fucking work. Right. I mean, but besides that, the work rate's great, but it's just like her selling, her facials, her just her whole expressions and the whole big time Bex gimmick is just it's a miss. Like she's big time Bex, but she pulls up in just a random white SUV. That's her entrance. Like how big time is that? And now you look like fucking the girl from Paramore. Like what, what, yeah. what's going <laughs> on here? Uh, but straight I mean, up did look like Paramore girl from uh, from that uh, Twilight video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know the name. I just know exactly that that's that, that era <laughs> with the red hair. But uh, I'm it was a good match though. I'm gl- I gave it three and a half. Still a very solid match. Very solid just, match for sure. It's just that Bianca takes it. Uh, Bianca needs to take it to the next level with a better opponent. I'm ready to see who she feuds with next. I'm I'm like the outcome. Good one of the way better um, story than the other women's title match, of course. Yeah, I agree. Story wise, for sure. Uh, let's keep it rolling here, though. We got a package for Sasha Banks. Uh, I think this was actually just part of my Peacock Premium because it did it wasn't didn't seem to be about like a match or anything. So it's like I, okay, this is what I love is that like when you have Peacock Premium, um, they don't show you commercials, so they just show you essentially like 
those old school nineties vignettes, but for like nor like current wrestlers. And it's like, like they'll just do one about Roman reigns. And then there's no, like there's no program. It doesn't start talking about Brock Lesnar. It's just Roman reigns or it's just Sasha Banks or it's just Seth Rollins. And it's like a good 30 second, like bumper for them. And it's like, I mean, this is cool, I guess, but like, if we're paying for content without commercials, then put some fucking content here. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that difficult. Like, even like matches that you have, like just let them go to commercial or whatever, and let us see them. Like we're paying; we're the ones paying. Yeah, like, premium price like how, for this. If you, like, uh, if you have the Fight TV International for AEW, you get to watch through the commercials. Yeah, because you always see great Botchamania clips where Jr. is just like you know saying what the fuck ever because like they're on American commercial, but everybody else can hear what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, he doesn't love care. that. I would love to see some Michael Cole slip ups. Oh, I'd be totally into it. I would be totally into it. I'd pay for it. I mean, it's, I really would. Um, yeah, so the match here, though, is the talk of the town for sure. Um, it's Seth Rollins versus the returning Cody Rhodes. And up until the if you're there for a minute, especially after watching the Hall of Fame, after watching the Hall of Fame and Undertaker at the very end saying never say never. And then like walking out with his gear on. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh no no! And then when they dropped the lights, I was like, "Oh Dude, please God no!" And they kept. I was they like, "Milked they milked us for a few minutes." Like I was like, "That's what they should do." That's what they Dude, should I do. I stood up and I was just yeah, like, "Yeah, right. I, I was standing." Is it gonna happen? Yeah. Is it yeah. gonna happen? I was standing for sure. And I mean, okay. First of all, I'm really glad that it wasn't smoke and mirrors. I'm really glad that it was the American Nightmare theme song. He got his exact same entrance, the exact same ring gear, that exact same logo. Um, this feels like old school pro wrestling to me. This feels like what it felt like when somebody major actually jumped ship. And honestly, I got like, I've, I'm an AEW guy. I'm an AEW Mark. I've, I've openly said here, AEW is the best book show on television right now. It's my favorite promotion, no doubt. But to say that WWE didn't get a massive, massive win by signing Cody Rhodes here, even to the IWC, would just be selling it short. I mean, the ratings have proved it. I mean, even like the, the raw after mania has spiked. I mean, it's gotta be because of Cody. There's no other main reason like, and, and this could be the beginning of the, of the, the real wars between the two, the two of them. And honestly, people are like, Oh, I don't really want wars. It's 2022. Like they, let, let them all just be their own promotion. Let them all be prosperous. Like, Dude, screw that, man. I want to see the war again. I want to see an actual that, that outright war. Which yeah. Makes good shit. That's how we got the NWO. That's how we got Stone Cold Steve yes, Austin. I mean, yes. and dude, Cody, like, it was just such a good moment just to see him come back with that pop after being gone and just like you know completely Perfect. reinventing himself and getting like the win. Yeah, and getting dude in the match fucking Over delivered. Seth Ra- and the match killed. It dude, killed. And the, and the best thing, the first thing when he he hit the little Stardust uh, cartwheel and did the basically just did the Stardust thing, yeah. and I was like, dude, he. It's perfect. It was perfect. It's picture perfect. And honestly, uh, people people might not like this, or may, they might LOL at this. But he is at one at some point he will be Stardust. It will happen. He, at some point he will be Stardust again. I, I don't. Maybe it's just for a match, but he will do it again. And it's gonna be the pop when that happens will be epic. Mark my words. It will be epic. It'd be hilarious. And dude, honestly, like I hated Cody doing his fucking fake heel gimmick in w- in AEW where he was so arrogantly and obviously a heel but he was still a baby face but now that he's back in WWE like I'm cool with him being a baby face and like I'm because that's I'm genuinely really happy, a baby I'm face happy though. for him I'm genuinely happy for him and glad he's in the position that he's in now 
Like me maybe this will give me a reason to watch a little bit more like WWE or be excited to actually watch a pay-per-view we're covering. I'll be like, hmm, maybe like a nice Cody Rhodes match. Well, man, the, okay, so for me, uh, Cody Rhodes did legitimately injure two of his ribs. Um, that's why I gave it five and a half beers. It would have been six probably if he hadn't had that legitimate injury. But part what of me do? Felt, what, what move is that on? Uh, I'm not sure, but he had he has two he has two uh, bruised ribs on his right side. I mean, he oh, wrestled damn. Kevin Owens on that next night, but apparently he didn't take a lot of big bumps on it. It was uh, a lot of just pitch, dude, pun, punching and kicking and stuff. You went five and a half? Five and a half beers? I went five and a half, yeah. I went five beers. I was almost right there with you. I thought it was, dude, all those pedigree teases and oh, false so finishes. Good. Just, ah. Uh, I was just, yeah. I was and good I know, I know drunk he can't, at this point, yeah, too. I'm saying, like, I was good and drunk at this point of WrestleMania, so I was fucking loving this match. I was like, dude, they are killing it. See, I wanted so bad because I saw, you know, you saw Triple H come out at NXT. You know he's back. I know he's not going to wrestle again, but like, I don't know to have to have Triple H run down, and then it like kind of be this toss up again as to who he's going to pedigree, and then like pedigree Rollins, and like give him some nucks or something. I thought would have been great. I don't know because I mean I'm I mean I know he's never going to wrestle again, but I'm surely we have not seen him give his last ever pedigree. I think we're going to see more of those. Oh no! Point. Every retired wrestler comes and hits their finisher. Every yeah, now yeah, and then. yeah. He's going to hit his finish. No, bro, no, no questions asked. Like that's going to happen. Um, and I, I really hope that I don't. I would love to see him manage Cody. I think that that would just. I mean, even if if you can't run NXT, just manage. Be be the Heyman for Cody because I feel like no one else could do it better. Not that Cody needs a mouthpiece because he can obviously cut killer promos on his own. But oh yeah, and that's like I said uh, in the news uh, section. The best thing on Raw this week was Cody's promo. Yeah. If Definitely. that tells you anything about Cody Rhodes and how much of a boost it's get for Raw in period for WWE. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the highest highest rated uh, wrestling segment on television, period, was that promo. Uh, and it had been since since 2020. So that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's keep it rolling here, though. We got a Hall of Fame recap. Taker kind of gets his uh, little segment out there on the ramp. Um, and then we got a Pat McAfee package, which I thought was really well put together. Um, very awesome. Austin theory is going to be the next Randy Orton in my opinion as well. Uh, but we'll get to that. Let's, we saw a build for Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Uh, the match here is Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte flair for the WWE SmackDown women's championship. Uh, and you can say what you want about Rousey, but really she does have a unique intensity that translates very well to professional wrestling. It's the same thing that she did in MMA. It's the same faces that she makes, but it translates really well in sports entertainment. In my opinion, um, Charlotte's a living legend already, and I don't care who hates me for saying that because she is. Um, she is the head and shoulders above every other woman's wrestler on the planet right now. And I'm not saying that that makes her the best belt to bell, or I'm not even saying that, that makes her the best promo. What I am saying is that her value in both of those things is is the greatest period on any female on, on the planet right now, um, and I that, that and it's well deserved. Um, I, you know, I, I see clips of people always want to talk about. She's just a namesake and all these botches that she's had or whatever, but that's just dumb shit. Like at this point, if you don't think that Charlotte Flair is a good wrestler, I don't trust your opinion on wrestling at all. Like I just, <laughs> like I, I, if you really genuinely don't think that she's a good wrestler, you have a shit opinion of what good wrestling is period. Like you're even the kind if, of guy that thinks Nick Gage is a legend. She hasn't put on you know? like some of the best matches. She's had some really great matches in her career. I mean, this was a great match, though, I think. Oh. I thought that this was a really good match. Um, I couldn't imagine being in this position, having to follow Cody Rhodes' return uh, and Seth Rollins and not be the popcorn match. Still have the crowd into it 
right after a returning Cody Rhodes and they pulled it off. It was a very good match, way better than I expected. Uh, even the finish was very well done. I gave it four and a half beers. I loved it. I thought it was very good. Um, not quite five beers even, but very, very, very good. Um, if not great, um, borderline great, definitely not amazing, but very, very, very good, especially for Rousey having had like what two matches since she returned. Like this is, I mean, come on, man, WrestleMania pressure is what Ronda Rousey obviously needs to be successful. And it works really well here. What do you think about it? I mean, it was very stiff and I really like some of the cool spots, like the little judo throw off the top rope and something was just like a little bit off on like a little bit of the chemistry on some of the moves, but yeah, it was still yeah. really good, and I like—I don't know—I like them. I like that matchup better than I like Becky Lynch and Bianca. So I went just a little bit higher on this one. I went three point seven five, almost four beers. Okay, and I think it this match could have been better. I don't know why. It was just some something was off about it. That just—I don't think anything was off. I think you were just a little drained after the Cody and Seth thing. Maybe that was it. But I was—it was a good palate cleanser from Cody and Seth. I'll say it that. was. Yeah, it was. It was for sure. It was for sure. Let's keep it rolling here. We got a Lashley package, and then Cole and Pat kind of run down the Sunday card, and we get a package for Lesnar and Reigns. Uh, then we get a package for Owens and Austin, and I was excited to see about what would happen here. Um, so let's dive right into it. It's Kevin Owens versus Dude. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, yeah, Marks, tell me again how Kevin Owens should have left to go to AEW. Um, this dude is working in the main event with arguably the single biggest star in the history of professional wrestling, period. WWE aside, arguably the biggest professional wrestling star of all time. I think he made the right choice, guys. I think he made the right choice. Yeah, he definitely knew something that we didn't know because, dude, and as soon as Austin came out and was wearing his knee braces – as soon as I saw them knee braces on, I was like, he's fucking wrestling. I was the like, pop, bro. he's fucking wrestling. I was just thinking, I was just, and then when they finally announced it was going to be a match, I was like, dude, here we fucking go, dude. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, the is this, pop, bro. I was like, is this really happening? Like, Austin's really fucking wrestling a match and not just any match, a no DQ match. Bro, I, I stood up for the whole thing. Man, me and too. like, dude, me too. and the thing is too, is that like, he was working. Like it wasn't just, okay. This is what I will say. When it first started, the first, the bell rang and then we started to see some stomps and I was like, Oh no. Oh no. This is going to be bad. And like, cause it was like, he was like real slow with his stomps at first. And I was like, Oh no, and he then did he just get really slowly old. Slowly sped it up. And yeah. And it's like, and then it's like, he started slow. It's almost like, I think he was testing himself. Like he was like, Oh, I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to overdo it. And like, you know, tear an ACL or whatever. And then I think once the adrenaline and the heart rate got up, he was like, you know what? Once he I'm had a beer, because he was bro, those first few beers oh. he was drinking. He was he wasn't stone cold in the first few. He was no, drinking. No, he was drinking them. Yes. Mid match, I loved it. He was just drink it, set it down on the apron. And those dude, those, those are punches. heavy beers, by the way. Those are not like he's not drinking Miller Lights in there. You know what I'm saying? Like those are six point beers. Like he's they're heavy. Like um, yeah, dude, I I I loved it, I, dude. He okay. Stone he took Cold, a concrete, concrete suplex. suplex. Bump. <laughs> what? Like he didn't have, dude. So much respect for the rattlesnake, bro. Like that's that is a hundred percent 
for the boys in the back. He's like, if I'm going to be on WrestleMania, I know I'm taking somebody. Cause he said this on his podcast. Like I'm not going to go into WrestleMania and take some guy's spot. That's been working his ass off for 18 months and just have a nostalgia show and make it a fluffer piece. I'm not doing that shit. And he said that. And so it's like, I, th- I genuinely think he's taking those bumps for guys like Xavier Woods in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like he's taking bumps <laughs> for dudes that work all year that don't, that, but uh, I mean, as well, he should, it was perfect, man. That Listen. made the match so much gnar. Like when he, when he took that bump, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, fuck stone cold. Just hit the concrete. And what then, a nod of respect though. And you know then the I mean? two suplexes that he even gave on the stage. Yes. Dude, just, so much like just giving those is not easy. Like especially to a about big ass match. guy like Kevin Owens. Like the dude, even before the match started, when he finally says, like, you know, I'm challenging you to a match, and he goes, Stone Cold's so fired up, he goes, Bring me a goddamn bring me a riff. Yeah, he yeah. He almost said, Bring me a goddamn riff. He was this close to saying it. He was like, he was like, Bring me a okay, bring me a riff. But dude, KO KO Kevin Owens sold like a fucking million bucks for Austin. Like I don't think anybody but Kevin Owens could have pulled this off. Like no, the way I definitely did. not. I mean, it, 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 and dude, again, like I don't want to undersell Stone Cold. I mean, yes, Kevin Owens did did carry the match as well. He should at this point in, yes, in both course. their careers. But I mean, this match did get like as time went. Like if you watch the match, if you just watch the first thirty seconds, you're like, like I mean, I wrote down in my notes, I was like, oh no, this might have been a terrible idea. Like it was all like the first few seconds and minutes of it, I was like. Oh no! This is like Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon. Like this is. I like, watched it twice. Like, I know what you mean. Those first few stomps, you were like, I was like, oh no! If he's that then, slow, it's not gonna work. But then it just it picked up. It was per. It was dude. Sick. Okay, not pro wrestling. This is sports entertainment. This is yes. 100%. But I would argue that's exactly that, what I have. Sports the, entertainment yeah. in capital letters. Yes, I would argue that Stone Cold Burst. He is the transition from pro wrestling to sports entertainment, in my opinion, um, and at least for our generation. Um, I would say Hulk Hogan is probably the original sports entertainment from pro wrestling trans trans transition guy, but, uh, Austin was for us in the late nineties and, and arguably the biggest. And so to me, yeah, six beers, it's a full six pack to me. You can't hundred percent dude. hundred um, percent six fucking pack, the match, the moment, the everything about it being in Texas, 19 years, perfect. just it's perfect. everything about it, dude. The toughest SOB still taking fucking concrete suplex bumps at 50 something years old, damn near 60. It's crazy. I mean, that's different than sting jumping through some tables. Oh, way different. Yeah, dude. That's like, I respect him. I dude taking bumps is not fun, especially not on the concrete. A hundred percent. Like, damn, we both can can attest. It's not a fun situation. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's keep it rolling here though. Let's keep jump. Let's keep jumping on over here to, uh, WrestleMania on Sunday. Um, I will say this at the end of the night, um, everybody's the Twitter's a buzz. Everyone for the most part seemed to love the stone cold situation. I know that our little group text with Jesse was on fire and we were all just kind of like, even Twitter was like, I mean, what, why we even watch on Sunday? Like, what's the yeah, point? Exactly. Of even watching? I was like, like, dude, this, it, like that was, that alone was WrestleMania and it was good enough. And, and like that, and that could have been the show. And, that and honestly, okay. okay, this is, this is another thing that I'll say. Maybe it's stone cold. Maybe it's Vince. I'm not sure, but like, maybe it's the booking, but this, this night was booked so well that I was here. Let me back up a minute. So the past couple times we've had at WrestleMania on two nights, it's been so draining and they've both been so long that it's like most of the time, even if Saturday is good, I'm just like, shit, I have to do this again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Another seven hour show or whatever. Like this show was so good and so well booked that Paced I was well too. 
I was, yes, everything about this show was redemption for WWE after two solid straight years of diarrhea shit on my chest. I mean, it was just, it was, this was a very breath of, of really good fresh air. So even after this, even, even looking at the card and thinking, yeah, maybe you guys are right. Maybe Saturday is the better show. Maybe Sunday, there's not really that much to look forward to. I was still so excited for another day of maybe this magic again. And I got to say, I don't think it disappointed. So let's jump in to Sunday here. Um, the first match on the card, it's pretty much the exact same package for the open, except Mark Wahlberg says so- Sunday instead, but it's the same exact open. They probably just cut like two different things. Um, I'm glad yeah. as you say that a Mark Wahlberg commercial plays on the background in the TV. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Shout out Mark Wahlberg. Um, yeah. So there's a, uh, there's a, a there's a package again from Mark Wahlberg and then triple H is the first one out. He brings his boots out. It's a very emotional moment for everybody. I mean, it was for me. I thought he actually should have got more time. Uh, I felt like it was over really quickly. Like it was just the entrance. And I felt like he was, should have made some kind of speech before he just left his boots. But he literally just said like, welcome to WrestleMania. And then just dropped his boots and walked away. Uh, maybe, maybe he just couldn't do it. Maybe he just didn't want to, have that uh that Ric Flair crying style promo and decided, you know what, I'm not gonna get through this, so I'm just gonna go ahead and drop the boots and just keep going. Uh hats off to him. No one deserves it more. Love you, Uncle Paul, forever and always. Um match number one here is RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha uh Academy. Academy. Yeah, Alpha Academy. Uh what do you think about this one, man? This this three way uh tag team title match for the Raw Championships. I mean it was a you know it was one of those nice Opener WrestleMania type matches, a uh, fast paced. I wouldn't say it was like the best match I've ever seen, but I mean it was still pretty damn solid. It was a, I would say slightly above average. I went three and a quarter beers and fuck Gable Stevenson. I mean that's really the only other thing I can say about that. And the RKO is still over as it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not well versed in the uh, the whole Gable Stevenson case i'm not really sure about the details so i'm not going to speak on it because i'm not 100 percent sure like i know that like findings have come out but i don't think that anybody's actually said anything about what the case what actually uh happened. he penetrated someone with a foreign object that was what he was charged with right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah him and another guy with. him and another right. wrestler but i think that he got off because he was like new of it and like hit it i think those were the what actually happened to him because i'm pretty sure the other guy went to jail <laughs> so um hey. yeah i'm not sure either way either way don't be friends with sketchy people. I mean, that's even yep, if that's you, what I'm you know, saying. That, that, that's just a little about your character, but no, hundred percent agreed. Agreed. But, but what did you agreed. think about the match? I thought the match here. I, okay. Here's my issue. I thought the bell to bell was great. I, I feel like th- it's three baby face teams. So it's really hard to, to genuinely get heat and like tension. Um, the work rate was great, but there are three baby face teams. And then now all of a sudden at the end, alpha Academy is heel, I guess. Cause it's, Chad Gable and Gable Stevenson and it's so like, stupid. And Chad better not lose his name again. No, no, it would just be Chad. <laughs> they Chad would do that. G. Chad G. <laughs> Chatty G. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's keep it rolling here though. Um, yeah, number match number two here is Omos versus Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna spend no time on this match. I had zero interest in it and zero interest in Omos as a character. Uh, it's impossible for Lashley to get baby face sympathy because he's not a baby face. He's an actual machine. There's no way for anyone to feel bad for him because I can never believe that anyone's actually beating his ass. Um, should have been on the show. 
don't ever book these two guys together again. Um, dud. I gave, I gave it a big old fat goose egg. What do you think about it? I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it still wasn't good. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, they get negative beers, but it wasn't good. So now, nah, yeah, I gave it a half a beer and honestly, this should have been taken off the show and the new day tag match should have got more than fucking like two minutes. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. We're going to breeze past that one. Uh, yeah. Because it's so, like, they, they don't like, I think give enough time to even really have a rating and like, it's kind of fucking lame. Yeah. Crowd was somehow hyped for that finish though. Um, somehow I was still a dud to me. Uh, let's keep eh. it rolling here though. We got Johnny Knoxville versus Sammy Zayn package. Um, dude, I thought that this was, uh, it's kind of crazy that, you know, Kevin Steen is wrestling stone cold on night one and El Generico is wrestling Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I can imagine cause these guys are my age. So like we grew up legitimately with jackass on TV, like that era of, of, of jackass is our like high school and adolescence. I mean, we're me and Sammy Zayn are like literally like two months apart and our age. Um, so yeah, I mean, this whole thing is, uh, hats off to Knoxville, by the way, took a hell of an ass beating. Um, what a life, man. Um, it, it, this match felt like a very early two thousands, hardcore match, like a WWF style, hardcore match, Oh yeah, which is exactly what it needed to be because Jackass and that era are the exact same era. So it all worked out to me. Um, I mean, Knoxville took some gnarly bumps too. Cause it's oh, like, dude, he just, he doesn't know how to bump, but he, so he's just falling like, so, but he's taking everything and just being like, well, whatever happens, happens, you know? And like, he's just like letting his body, like just raggedy and like wherever it falls. And it's, I, I, it, I think it kind of added to it. I mean, he definitely doesn't have the athleticism like a McAfee or a bad bunny or now even a Logan Paul, but it didn't matter because he just took everything. I loved all the gimmicks. I thought this is sports entertainment at the mid card level at its finest. I thought this was exactly what it needed to be Four beers from me. Very much enjoyed it. Where are you at? Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I fucking love this match. I was not expecting it to be like, I was just like, ah, whatever. This is going to be lame. But nah, I used to fucking love jackass. Like dude, you know, started skateboarding like around the whole jackass era when that started. CKY, so, yeah. Yeah, CKY, Bam Margera. So, dude, I'm a jackass mark. And the fact when, dude, when Party Boy showed up and then Wee Man did the fucking oh my body God. slam. The Party like, Boy segment with the with the denim, like the denim yeah. song. Oh, yeah, dude, party. Like, dude, once you get the classic jackass guys coming out and like all the gimmicks, the fucking hand, the, the mouse traps, the <laughs> giant mouse trap, just oh, everything so about good. it. Dude, the hand great. bump, too. Like, he got shit whipped on that yeah. thing, man. And Ugh. it's great. Like you said, Johnny Knoxville wasn't taking, like, a regular wrestling bumps. He was just ragdolling oh. and fucked up. And yeah, he could take up. an ass whooping, which is exactly what you need. And I fucking loved it. I yeah. went four and a half beers. I'm, wow, nice. One of my favorite – I mean, honestly, one of my favorite matches of night, too. Like, I, Oh, yeah. It was I would great. say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, four beers, that's Especially pretty, when yeah. you're not expecting it to be good and you're just like, oh, my God, this is one of my favorite WrestleMania matches ever. This is great. Yeah, it, it really as a, as a spectacle that's um, entertainment that that you know going in is going to be entertainment, um, especially this following. Is you can go back and watch. Yeah, for sure. Just like uh, Owens and Austin, I think was it's a rewatchable yep. match. I already rewatched um, it. 
Yeah, this one is good, too, for sure. Next match, not so much. It's Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler and Natalia for the Tag Team Championships. Listen, I, I get that you want to get all these people on the show, um, so just book them better next time instead because this is... Too uh, much going on in this match. Yeah, and Way too much. And women's tag team titles, if, especially unless, like, for example, like, I, I mean, none of these teams are actually tag teams. They just became tag teams for this match. And yeah, it's like, everyone had a separate entrance. That's how you could tell. Like, it sucks. no one had a cohesive entrance. No one really it had co- I mean, they ca- some of them had kind of had cohesive gear, but like, like you said, it's four random teams thrown together, a bunch of chaos, a bunch of bullshit, and they were working really fast. Like, they were pressed for time or something, too. Kind of like how we saw last week on, um, on whatever pay-per-view you were covering, but like, just like you said, you can tell they weren't like letting it breathe. See, to me, you should have put that uh, the toxic attraction, the team from NXT, you should have put them in here as a four way to just meld all of the women's titles. That way you could put them on all three different shows. And it's just W. They're just the yeah, WWE they have tag t- team. They don't have enough fucking tag teams. dude. Yeah, they just don't have. I enough. agree. If they also tapped into the, the NXT tag teams, they might um, mm-hmm. maybe. But yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just seems like a miss to me. Uh, I give it a beer and a quarter. Where are you at on it? I gave it two beers, almost okay. there. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much in the same boat. It had a few cool spots. It just wasn't for me. It was just too much. Oh man! Speaking of wasn't for me, um, let's keep it rolling. We get more recap from night one, and still got to say that it was a bad call to end Miz and Paul here. I wrote that down. I just wanted to mm-hmm. say that again. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Dallas Cowboys get introduced, and we get a package for Edge and Styles. Um, the match here is AJ Styles versus edge. And I would argue that this is probably the most controversial match of, um, both nights. Um, so I've seen some people that loved it and some people that hated it. Um, and not very many people that were in the middle on it. It's either just seems to be one way or the other. Um, I am in the middle on it. Actually. I didn't think it was terrible, but it definitely did not live up to my expectations. Um, I don't like the whole, Edge becoming the Undertaker vibe. Like, I don't like that hat is what is happening. I know they're going to say, well, it's like, well, because of the brood and he does this. Yeah, but he's wearing black and purple now. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but that's what he's doing. And it's like, it's very much like, it's not like the brood. It's like the Ministry of Darkness. That's Someone said it's a house of black from wish.com. No, I mean, I, I, okay. That, I don't think the House of Black is being booked very well in AEW, to be completely honest. I mean, Edge, Edge, I, Edge and Damian Priest, to me, are more valuable than I would argue that, that buddy and Brody are, I'm not saying maybe not in Malachi, but I would argue that there's more value in Damian priest than there is in buddy or Brody. There's more value in punishment Martinez, but that's nor here nor there. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of in the middle on this match too. Like, uh, Christian's contract is coming up soon, by the way, in uh, AEW. And speaking of that, he had a hell of a banger with Adam Cole on Monday night. I mean, yes, Wednesday did. night. Yes, uh, I said did. Monday night because I want him to go back to Raw maybe subconsciously. I don't know. I do. I would love that. I mean, come on. Edge and Christian with Damien and maybe add a, a woman in there. Maybe even Beth Phoenix I'd be fine with. Mm, the new brood. No, yes. Don't call it the new brood. Just call it the brood again. Yeah, just call it the brood. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah. nice. Uh I'd be I, But it. I went th- actually I went three and a half beers with Edge and AJ Styles. What did you do? I went three. I went three. I didn't go oh. three and a half, but I went right down the middle. Uh, I just hated the finish. I, w- I, didn't I, think, like, I hated the fucking. I think, yep, I think the too. finish should have been clean and then and then had, you know what I'm saying? Like you could have yeah. done all the same shit and introduced your new storyline and still had a clean finish. And I felt like it would have meant more 
for Edge to have a clean finish because yeah. it's not he's not he's not a uh, I mean, it looks like the way they're trying to go with his new faction and like making him a heel. He's not a chicken shit heel. So you didn't have to give him a cheaty win. He should have got a dominant win. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't yeah. I, it just that felt a little weird. I will say that superplex on the apron was gnarly, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking brutal, especially for that old back of them two old men. Speaking of brutal, the next match, I don't want to spend much, if any, time on it all. It's a weird, fast match between uh, Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus The New Day with Butch kind of acting like a rabid dog that doesn't have any sense at all. And I really oh hate God, that idea. fucking ruined him, dude. Ugh. Yeah, so I, I mean, it, this looked like, dude, it's like somebody watched two episodes of Peaky Blinders and just wrote like a wish version of that for for beat P done. And it's just so bad. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's a bad look. It's bad booking. It's the wrong choice. It's just not, I mean, to me, like why not bring in, uh, you know, you're, you're going to dissolve the UK NXT soon. Or is that over already? Nah, they, they still had like episodes on TV and shit. Yeah. They're still going with that. Is that still a thing? I, for the moment. Okay. But they're planning on ending that, right? Probably. They might yeah, as well. Like, why don't you just bring in like a British invasion? Like, even if it's in NA, I mean, I'd be fine with it being in NXT. Like, just give us, like, Devlin and Seven and Bait and the Vets and done. Like, that. Sure. Those, that's all you need. That's all you need. The rest of them can go. And that one pop punk guy. What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Manders? Mark, yeah, Manders. Oh, Mark Andrews. Manders. I said, yeah, man, it's like a different like wrestler, completely he different listens, wrestler. He's like, he's like 30, but he listens to like 13 year old girl music. It's all, it's all good. Um, shout out, Andrews. I love you to death. Um, you're a sweet boy. Uh, let's keep it going. Um, there's a recap here for Cody. Um, loved that recap for the hall of fame under undertaker got to double dip here. Also getting his crowd pop for night two. Um, I'm okay with it. Also seeing Jimmy from Yellowstone in the crowd. I'm a big Yellowstone Mark. I love that show. Me and my wife love it. It's awesome. Never I know seen it's it. like, Oh, dude, you should. You have Peacock. You should watch it. It's worth it. It really is. I mean, it's like, dude, it's it's the Sopranos, but a Western. That's what it's exactly what yeah. it is. Um, it's I mean, it's a top 10 of all time show for sure. Um, moving on, though, the next match here is Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. And that's going to turn into Austin, or Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. Lots of meat on the bone here. Um Let's just dive right into it, dude. The selfie spot with Vince McMahon when Austin Theory made his entrance was epic, to say the least. McAfee getting the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders was awesome. Uh, I mean, I feel like in the wrestling bubble, we don't really understand how massive of a celebrity like Pat McAfee is. But he is, I mean, this dude is given, getting 7 million downloads on his podcast every single day, dude. Every day. Like, it's not not every week. Like, every single day. Like, that, he is a massive star. It's not just, like, I, I think that, like, I don't think that we have ever seen a sports celebrity of any kind. And I'm including Mr. T um, never be this long-term in WWE, let alone doing what he's doing. And it's just, um, Hey, Vince paid for the rights to seven nation army. I mean, yeah, that's, which is, he must, also, he must yeah. like him a little bit. Cause I know that wouldn't cheap. It was definitely, I, I, and, apparently it was a six figure licensing deal and, it's, and a, it was a one time only for six figures. Exactly. And that got him so over. Cause they like, People to go into the chant. It's gonna like it's yeah. It's, it's a built-in chant too. It's easy a built-in chant. Dude. Yeah, it's a built-in chant. Um, 
Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. It's got a killer punch, by the way. Pat McAfee's got a killer right hand. Um, Cole, Michael Cole, without Vince McMahon in his ear, was incredible on commentary. Like, this is Michael Cole's – I would argue this is Michael Cole's best performance ever of all time. Like, he was so – hype for this it was it was like michael cole just turned into joey styles circa 1997 for this one match and it was absolutely perfect it's okay this match was not nearly as good of a wrestling match as the adam cole match was but oh definitely not but it was still good as is the theme of this weekend it was the perfect sports entertainment match for everything that happened. Very good. Very good finish. Even the finish for that part of the match was very good. Um, dude, Pat McAfee, he, dude, he surprised me with some of that athleticism. Like, oh. a moonsault to hop right back up to the superplex. I was like, damn, dude. Like, so good, dude. He's a punter. So you don't think of him as being like a, you know. I love Pat, Doing bro. shit like I that. I love that dude to death. Um, man. I, I, I didn't okay, like so- him when he played for the Colts, but I like him now. Well, he was just a punter, so I could like him then too. He didn't ever bother me. Uh, um, tight, you know. We can't. We can't I was. Do, we can't I like mean, the dude. Well, I was a Patriots fan. The Colts were also our rivals too, man. I mean, the, we. I mean, dude. The Colts are the, uh, the worst. We're not. I'm not. I'm not a fan. But love Pat McAfee. Neither who nor there. I gave just the Austin Theory part of this match four and a half beers, like just the Austin Theory part, right? Then you get to Vince McMahon. Vinny, Vinny like, Max, still what is swole, but old. I got up with my hands on my hair. Like, what is happening? Like, yeah, because they just like, what is bell. happening? I was confused too. I was like, what? This is a, a match? And did you know that Pat McAfee had no clue they were going to do that? No, they didn't tell him. No. Yeah, he said it was a complete shoot. He said they just fucking. He said the match ended, and then and he said he didn't know Stone Cold was going to come out or anything. Well, you know what? That dude is an absolute gem because he killed it. He absolutely killed it. He called it in the ring with a 90-year-old man. And then, like, dude, oh, my God. And then he got he got to have his whole, like, stone cold moment. And I will say this, too. Somebody on TikTok was shitting all over Austin Theory for the way he took the stunner. I thought it was great. I that, was the Scott, air- that was a Scott Hall bump. That was no, good. No, he did the air pedal. He did the air pedal with it. So oh, he, like, that's got even hit better. That's like, a, that's like a combo. Oh, it's great. I thought it was a fantastic dude. Again, again, Austin Theory, future Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. That dude is the future of the WWE. No doubt. As long as he, you know, hand knock on wood, stays out of trouble, doesn't touch anybody in their no, no places. Like, I think he'll be okay. But like Vince took the possible worst stunner. Oh, of all time. Worst. Oh, ever. Worst that he did ever. Dude. Yes. It's undeniable. He started just collapsing immediately as the gut kick came and Austin's, he tried to save it. He hit him off the ropes that the WWE editing department did a really good job. Like on Monday when it showed the highlight from it, it looked like just a great stunner, but uh, I saw on Twitter, Mick Foley's son filmed his live reaction to the stunner, and Mick Foley's just crying. Yeah, laughing. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was terrible. Stone, like you could see Stone Cold laughing. Like every, I'm sure oh, all the yeah, boys yeah. were just fucking popping super hard. Yeah, yeah, man. I, okay, listen, I'm I'm taking off. I'm taking off my Mark hat. Okay, I'm taking it off as just a fan, as an old man too now, as as a millennial that w- has their own kids. That this was my adolescence. Uh, I'm giving another six pack, man. This match was just everything that you could want from it. Uh, cause you did get a good wrestling match 
a pretty decent wrestling match with Austin Theory and Pat McAfee first. Then you get the spectacle, and it was relatively believable. I don't even think like Vince yeah. didn't even look bad. Like you, it, Vince didn't look bad. Then his, you get a massive his body Cold looked moment. younger than his face. If yes, that makes sense. <laughs> oh God, it was it was ridiculous. Um, six beers for me, man. Um, yeah, where I'm are you right at on with it? You. For the whole overall story, you get more Stone Cold. Hell yeah, give me a six pack. I'm into it, dude. I'm into it. All right, we got one more. We got one more here. It's uh, it's the main event of night two. It's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. It's a WWE title unification match. Guys, I gotta say, sports entertainment is back. Okay, it's back, and I'm happy with it. Um, I, I know it makes uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, people, you know, it makes them heels, but it's true. And honestly, I, especially with the way momentum is now going, I would not count Chris Jericho. I think Chris Jericho. I've said this before. I think Chris Jericho retires in WWE. Um, yeah, think, one one last run. Oh, he has to. Yeah, like a I year mean, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, dude. No, I think he'll do one program. I think he'll oh, come one, back. One nice little feud with somebody. I think he'll maybe come a back, WrestleMania program. Probably work like yeah. He'll probably work like um like a one a one like random off um pay per view and then one one big show like like whatever like he'll work like a like a money in the bank and then a SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that I think that that happens, and I think that. You know, before we'll get we'll get into it after we talk about this match. But Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, um, you know, I'm not mad about it. It's a great match. It's true to character for both guys. It's well booked. Um, it's smart. Um, I like that there are no ref bumps on either show until this match. I think that that was smart to save it. Um, it helped give it a little bit more weight and not make it hokey. Uh, that little nudge on the rope by Heyman. For Roman to grab it, I mean the the angle where you can barely see Paul Heyman's hand push the rope. It's that is Kevin Dunn deserves massive standing ovation for these small things that he never gets enough credit for. It's because um, he does too much bullshit on the weekly that we miss true. these little things. That's true. That's true. Either way, I gave it four and a half beers. Borderline great, but very good. It's the same match that you always get with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And I understand that that's the gripe. I understand that that's why people didn't like it. But I think that that match is very good. Um, so I liked it. I thought it was a very good match. Hey. And I think that it should have been Reigns. I was glad that it was Reigns. I was worried it was going to be Lesnar. I think it should be Reigns. Um, and it was. And I'm I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Where are you at on this main event? It's funny. I literally had the exact same rating. I gave it four and a half. It was really good. like, But it wasn't like... An all-time goddamn classic, but the work rate was really good. Uh, apparently, uh, the whole shoulder popping out thing was a shoot. I think he actually maybe did uh, injured a little bit, which uh, you know played into the story a little bit more, made it a little bit more intense. Like, is he really injured? Is he not? But even if he wasn't, you know, it's it still helped out for the story. And I love um, the fucking baby face version of Brock Lesnar. It's hilarious. It's great. I don't know yeah, why he I hasn't agree. done this throughout his career because uh, he. And especially when he cuts promos, he just has like it's like the Scott Steiner thing. That voice just doesn't match with the yes. body. Yes, it's and it's Scott fucking Steiner hilarious. Much, yeah. But I agree, Roman was the right choice in this match, and it ended up being a pretty good match. Uh, definitely not the best Roman Reigns uh, Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match. No, it's not the best one for sure. The best I one's, think, of course, the Seth Cashin match. That's yeah, the, that's WrestleMania the 31. Best one. I mean, the match was really good too. Like everyone's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, the Seth Rollins Cashin." Like, yeah, that's true. And that no, was my favorite part too. Up to that, but is the match was Cashin's so good. So yeah, it was really good. It was a really good match. Um, yeah, man. I mean, listen, guys, I gotta say this. Like, I will say that you know, Raw after Mania didn't 
it left a lot to be desired. It left a lot to be desired, right? Highly but, rated, but um, yeah. But it wasn't a great match. It wasn't a great show. I'm still hopeful. I do feel like this is a turning point for rest for WWE. Uh, I think the fact that they really showed, I think the fact that they showed off Cody Rhodes as the AEW version of Cody Rhodes and are continuing to run with it that way kind of proves that they do take AEW seriously. And I think that that's nothing but a win for, for everybody involved. I think it's a win for AEW. I think it's a win for us as fans. And I think it's a win for the, I would argue the stands of WWE that refused to act like they were ever bad or like this booking is, you know, it's, it's still great or whatever. Like, dude, it's going to get better. They're going to like it more. We're all going to like it more. Um, I like that Cody is very open and honest. Have you watched that media scrum? It's like an hour and a half of his interview. Like it's I've so watched a good. Few different little like, like highlights. So good. Right he's just so genuine. Like he's so honest. Like he's like, I can't wait for that writer to come to me and just be like, you know, and I'll look at him straight in the eye and just lie to his face. And I'll say, yeah, sounds great. And then I'm just going to do what I want to do. And he was like, Vince knows Nick Khan knows like, <laughs> like they all know, like I'm not doing it. Like I'm doing what I want to do here. Like, and it's like, God, oh, that's going to be, I'm excited to see where it goes. Exactly, maybe, maybe he gets himself fired again. Who knows? But that's when, that's when you get the best shit is that you get, agree. give them the bullet points and let them do their own thing. See, I'm beginning to think that Vince is starting to be like, yeah, you know what? I think we've oversaturated it. I think I was my best when I let the rock be the rock, when I let Hunter be Hunter, when I let Steve be Steve. And I had a writer that just kind of put the guidelines together. And I mean, cause rumor has it that this comp, this, this next post, cause it usually happens after mania, the purge. Yep. Like we're going to get a lot more purge on the office side this year because they've already purged a lot of the roster and they're just going to go down to a rumor has it. They're going down to a six man committee. That's going to write both shows. Which That's, I think dude, is perfect. Less cooks in the kitchens. Yes. Great. As, lo- and and Michael, as long as Michael Hayes stays one of them, Bruce Pritchard stays one of them, and then Vince. like those, And then you can add three. So three OGs with three new guys, I'm into it. Like the those, three new that, guys should be like wrestlers or agents who are already there, like uh, Shane Helms yes. or uh, yes. Abyss. Yeah. You know, someone like that who like has more of a connection with the modern day. Agreed. Or bring in Prince back. Bring in old Freddie Prince back. He wrote some pretty good stuff. Oh, no, in that. Pete, no, Pete uh, Williams is, an, is like an agent now. Yeah, agent's not the same, though. I, like, I think that those guys are really good at writing the bell to bell. Yeah, I'm yeah, about the right. angles. You know what I mean? Like, like I think we need, I, I mean, and that's the thing, too. Like, I don't want, I don't want WWE to be AEW. I want WWE to be really good sports entertainment. I want AEW to continue to be the best pro wrestling company on earth because I think they are. And now uh, with the acquisition of Ring of Honor, they're going to go ahead and stay there. I agree. Even though Ring of Honor is their NXT, make no mistake about it. Ring of Honor is not on the same level as AEW. Ring of Honor is their developmental period. That is what it's going to be as well. It should. They need it. Well, I'll be more inclined to watch that than AEW dark. A thousand percent. Just just because there's more lore and story within Ring of Honor. Yes. Yeah. And just changing the name from dark to Ring of Honor, which is pretty much the plan that I'm that I'm hearing. Uh, at least elevation. I think dark itself is going to stay the same, but I think elevation is going to become ring of honor. I've heard they're going to keep in Rick Abani and, uh, yeah, the, uh, the ring announcer. Oh, they're not going to keep, they're just going to keep in Rick Abani. They're not going to, uh, keep Caprice Coleman. Who was on commentary. With I them? don't think they're keeping Caprice. I think they're going to get the Pope on, on, uh, to be the other guy from NWA. Yes. He's only, yeah, his, his NWA contract is up at the end of May. I think, and I don't. I don't think they're going to start running Ring of Honor shows until what if, summer. What if they just keep old Enrique Bonnie with uh, Paul White? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it, but I mean, I like the Pope too. I think he's good, and I think he's yeah, that's, that'd be cool because I mean, Pope shit. fits that whole TNA Ring of Honor era, and that's what you're trying to appeal to that old like Ring of Honor died. Let's be honest, Ring of Honor died for a reason. It sucked there towards the end, like it just did. So like, I think that Ring of Honor, like the, the that's the reason why they went back to the original titles. They went back to that old 2004 2005 look because that was the prime time. So, and, or maybe honestly, Samoa Joe doesn't really, maybe he wrestles a year and he goes to commentary or he becomes the, essentially the William Regal of, of ring of honor, which I, th- I, cause I think I don't, I do not see Samoa Joe wrestling full time much longer at all, especially that last stint that we saw of him in NXT. He was just gas, bro. Like, yeah, I can't I imagine more time great. off. Is gonna make- he looked great on dynamite compared to his last few matches, Yeah, but it was a very quick match. It yeah, was it not. Was sh- it was a squash, bro. But hey, like, I mean, that's that's smart. Don't you know? No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, though. I'm saying, like, don't you can't, show the weakness. You can't say, well, he looked great. It's like, yeah. I mean, he wrestled for four minutes. I mean, I mean, of course he looked great. Like, but I see what you're saying. But you know what? That's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And we are back with the whole kayfabe crew. Man, what a show! What a weekend! Jesse, bro, where where did you, where where were your thoughts on this uh, this WrestleMania recap? I give WWE a lot of shit, <clears throat> notoriously, and I gotta say they, in my opinion, pulled it out. This week they really did. It it was amazing. Pat McAfee, bona fide athlete. Uh, I was very impressed by that. I, I really loved that Michael Cole wasn't as Michael Cole as he normally is <laughs> during the commentary. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I thought that part was great. I, I got to say, night two, the match of the night for me, to be honest, controversial, but I really did love Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Dude. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'm right, I, dude, I'm right there with you. It's that's a fun. I know good. it was slapstick, it was and I know it was funny, but goddamn, they just they did such a good job. Night one for me, obviously, Seth Cody, um, the monumental aspect of what all of that means. The Hall of Fame ceremony was incredible. They pulled out a lot of really great, great, great stuff. I thought Bianca Becky was great. Um, it, it's it was a really great show overall to me. I have to applaud WWE. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I I think that that was very eloquently said, especially considering there wasn't really a whole lot of hype going into the show. I know a lot of wrestling fans, especially the IWC, were not hyped for this WrestleMania going into it. Um, and honestly, I feel like even the Twitter verse, which is notoriously probably the gutter and the most negative shit of all time has been pretty positive of at least the actual WrestleMania event itself. Maybe not so much uh, raw and everything else that's happened since then. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, I will, pl- I mean, I agreed pleasantly surprised by this WrestleMania. Um, so a uh, quick, before we go here, um, I have, I have a little question. Um, it's not really a, qu- a trivia question, but we got a little bit of time here. So. I wanted to ask you guys, man, like it's, you know, if you're booking Cody Rhodes right now, if you're booking Cody Rhodes right now, Jesse, who are you booking? Who's, who's the first program that you would book him with right away? I think it's a number one contender feud between him and Drew McIntyre. If you can lose the fucking Highlander shit. I like that. I don't mind that. I mean, even with the gimmick, I really don't mind the, the bell to bell is going to be great either way, but I think I completely agree with what you're saying as far as cheese factor. Okay. All right, for me, uh, what I say just uh, for whole work rate and chemistry wise and knowing that they uh, already had a little meeting on the dark matches, uh, Kevin Owens, I'd love to see a little program with uh, KO and Cody. They got they got a little history with the Bucks there. They could work a little bit of something. You can get some good shit going right there. 
Yeah, I mean, for me, in a perfect world, it's it's Rollins goes baby, and like, and they have like a kind of a not necessarily a tag team, but kind of make a run towards like the bloodline. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even mind seeing some Usos versus Rollins three, like just two on ones. Cause I feel like they'd be awesome. I feel like they'd find a way to make it really, really damn cool. Um, and then so on the top du- of, they'll be the dusty boys. Yeah, there you go. The dusty boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I don't, I don't mind that at all. Actually. I'm totally into, Oh, somebody said, uh, cause I did see this fantasy booking thing online and it had like thousands of likes, but it's like, um, for, it was supposed to be for like the night after mania. Obviously this didn't happen, but it's like, he forms this new stable and he just like Cody Rhodes. It's like a baby face version of what the NWO would have. Like, it's like the NWO, but a baby face NWO. Like they're coming in to change WWE for the better. Cause that's what everybody wants. And it's like called the resurgence. And the first person he brings in is like Zack Ryder. Cause he's been like killing it on the Indies. And then like, it, it goes a couple months and they like do this tease and then Bray comes back in and it's like, Oh God. Like, I feel like that would be so good. Cause it's, the, first of all, like, I mean, Cardona is Cardona. He doesn't really have the legacy thing, but he could like tease this legacy thing and try to like even have these backstage things with Orton. This is all typed out in like these tweets. I got to shout out the whoever's handle it was, but it's like, you know, this whole time you think it's Orton because it's a legacy wrestler that he wants back that he really wants or whatever. And it ends up being Wyatt. And I was like, Oh, that's so good. Like it's so well written. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible to pull off, but I love the idea of the resurgence as a name too. I thought that was cool. It's not impossible. That's it's totally not impo- impossible. You're right. You're right. It's pro wrestling. Anything is possible here. Um, yeah, Jesse, did you have a you had a little trivia for us this week? Uh, it wasn't me actually. It was Wexley that wrote oh, the question. Wex. Wex got the question this week. Wex, where you at, bro? Uh, it was wasn't uh more so like a trivia question, but it was more so of a your opinion. Who do you think in this situation? Because there's multiple answers of this, and as we saw, old Stone Cold have his first match in a 19 mm. years, and Cody Rhodes make his return after six years. Out of all the great WrestleMania returns, what was your favorite? What do you think is the biggest, most impactful WrestleMania return of all time? Ooh. So I have a weird one. Go ahead. Because it was 1996, and I maybe fell out for two years, but I was still renting VHS tapes from Hollywood Video and Movie Gallery and shit like that when that was still there. Mm-hmm. And I got to say one thing, not my favorite wrestler, probably on the list of my least favorite wrestlers, but Ultimate Warrior coming back at WrestleMania 12 was impactful enough to make me notice. Therefore, I think that it might be a contender. Okay, I think that's a pretty good one. I mean, WrestleMania Returns, for me, it's more personal just because it's like the best wrestling memory of my life. Um, me and me and my buddy Kenneth Nixon, shout out, old good old Kenny. Um, like this was 2017, and it's like Friday, like access is going, and it's like six or seven at night, and he was like. Hey, if I got tickets to Mania, you want to drive? Like, and it's like 14 hours to Orlando, <laughs> or it might even be like, it might be like 16 or something. It's something ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, at the time I had like a little 2012 Nissan Versa hatchback, so it's pretty much like a go kart, like you know, with like a decent roof. And um, and we just threw some backpacks in there and we drove down there. And he's actual buddies with Jeff Hardy, so we hung out and we literally shared Jeff Hardy's suite. Like he had a two joining room like suite, and so we stayed with him for the weekend and um. We got there and he let us in and he had to go do Colt Cabana's um, 
podcast. So he's like doing Cole Cabana's podcast. We're in there in the hotel room and he's got like every belt that he's ever won. Cause for, I guess, WrestleCon or whatever, like just laying out on his bed. And I'm just like, I mean, these are like the ring worn belts. It's just, oh, shit. It's in, yeah, that was just, I mean, so that moment. And then like, we were dude, his friends and family that we stayed, like he got his tickets into mania. We went to Supercard of honor that he, they wrestled the bucks in a TLC at, at that show. We got to hang out backstage with the carnies shout out Nick and Carrie and watched from the curtain got to watch that match which is a, a lifelong dream for sure and then going to mania we're sitting with his friends and family that didn't think that they thought they were at a signing or whatever they didn't even know like we knew that he was coming back and they didn't know so that moment for me was just i mean and then hearing the massive pop when the new day comes out and like you know introduces the hardys it was just i don't think that'll ever be top for me dude i wasn't even there i didn't even experience that with you but watching that on tv I had, you know, I genuinely had no clue. This wasn't like one of those things that was leaked, like rumored, like, yo, the Hardys are coming back. Just like everything now is fucking leaked as soon as you hear it. But dude, when they came out, like I genuinely fucking like yelled like, oh, like what? Like the fucking heart, like, dude, I was so, I was so fucking hyped. So I, I wasn't even there with that fucking awesome experience, but I totally agree. Like that is one of the most impactful returns because like, dude, we hadn't seen them in years and no one expected that. They just wrestled. They just fucking wrestled the Bucks like that. That was. Yeah, a I feel like that party came with really the Hardys. Well. I almost yeah, went with the Hardys as well, but I knew Daniel that you were going to say it. That's the reason I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do. I do have to give an honorable mention to what would have been, which I think would have been Edge, had COVID not happened. Probably. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. I would agree with that totally. I would agree with that. So totally. he has one of the, but Edge has one of the most best Royal Rumble returns of all time. Oh, totally. And I mean. Yeah, I, I like this question though. I want to bring it up uh, at all the, the at least at the big four because hey, big four. I've, there I've you got, go. I've got there's, one. I've got one for pretty much all of them. But yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's always yeah somebody. That's when they always want to bring people back who haven't wrestled in forever. It's the yeah. the biggins. Royal yeah. Rumble. There's tons of them because that that's like that's the one because you can debut so many people. I also have so to many. shout out Legion of Doom. Coming back for 13 for the street fight, which was one of the worst matches you've ever seen. Oh, but God, yeah, we, just, we, yeah we just talked about it last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sonny, yeah. Sonny, Sonny in that outfit, bro. Oh, you could not beat it, especially in 1997. Oh, you could not beat it. Speaking of Sonny, that's one thing I kind of forgot on the <laughs> top end of the show. She was involved My in goodness. a fatal uh, car crash, driving 81 miles per hour drunk, smashing into a car that was just sitting on the shoulder. She pooted. Uh, <laughs> she pooted. Oh she also smashed that car into another car. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it involved three cars, and people died, and she didn't. She was drunk. So uh, there you go, Sonny. You know, keep going to prison. See alive. You know. R.I.P. All right. Yeah. That's gonna do it for us this week. Um, <laughs> man, what a way to send it off. Uh, next week we got the Baker's Dozen coming up. Jesse, who we got on the Baker's Dozen? We have none other than Mr. Dylan Hales, who is a part of IWTV, a part of Southern Underground Pro Wrestling, a part of several other venerable wrestling institutions. We also have the one and only Numero Uno, Ichiban number one, Jaden Newman. IWTV just announced that they are broadcasting Uncharted Territory from Chattanooga this year as opposed to Beyond Wrestling, so that's very exciting. We get to talk about everything coming up on the Southern Underground Pro card that's happening on April 17th. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Jaden, Jaden, Jaden fucking Newman? Jaden fucking Newman. Oh, okay. All right, sick. 
Love it. I am super excited about it, man. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. That really, really, really helps the show. That's the best thing you can do for the show is to leave that five-star review and maybe write, write a little note. Um, you can always find the show at kfabe.com on all of your socials except for TikTok. We're at kfabe.com pod there. Um, you can always find me at Daniel Daybreak on any of your social media thingies. Um, yeah, Wex, give them the script, baby. Where can they find you? Oh, once again, you can always find your boy Wex at Wex, breaking the Lawson on all of your social media platforms. Love it, love it, love it. Jesse Baker, tell them where to find you, buddy. You can find me at Jesse Baker Nash on both Twitter and Instagram, or regular old Jesse Baker on Facebook, or usually at the Exit Inn, where I am right now. Love it, love it, love it. That's going to do yeah. it one more time for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Holla.